Blog Talk Radio. Hello? Do you want to elevate your mind? Do you want to shift your life? Well, sit back and relax. It's time for another episode of The Shift with Skip. Get ready to roll. <laughs> Get ready to roll. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Shift. I am Skip Jennings, your facilitator, your your host for this 45 Minutes of Transformational Radio. Um, the Shift with Skip, one of my favorite things I love to do in my own practice of giving back to the universe. I'm grateful to be able to get some great information out there so you may have your own transformation. As I'm having mine, um, every week I get a chance to dive deep into my practice, dive deep into the way I think, open up myself to new ideas when I have some great guests on the show. So this is great. Um, hump day, it's that middle of the week, and um, it's it's fun for me to be able to do this, and I always look forward to Wednesday. So welcome to The Shift with Skip, and today we're talking about alternative medicines, preventative medicines, cold and flu season. We're going to talk about juicing. We're going to talk about my colonoscopy. I told you guys I was going to come back the next week and tell you about it because um, we were off last week and it was um, it was a very interesting procedure and I will talk a little bit more about that but before, before we get into our show and before we get into our interview with our guests um, journaling exercises and you know how I feel about the journal we have to get honest we have to get writing and we have to have the practice of writing down our thoughts our intentions our goals and um, getting real with ourselves. So our journaling exercise for today, it's all about how do you think about cold and flu season? Yeah, I know. <laughs> do you buy into the cold and flu season? But let's go a little bit bigger about that. How do you view your own health? So um, I was in my spiritual community just the other day with uh, Reverend Michael, and he mentioned this, that if we buy into this whole idea there's a cold and flu season, we are destined to get a cold and a flu. It begins on how we think and how we bring this into our consciousness. Now, he followed this up by saying this. Yes, there is a time that we need to put on our coats. We need to have maybe a little bit more vitamin C. We need to take care of ourselves. But are we in fear of the flu season, the flu season and we are reacting to what we hear on TV? Are we reacting to what we hear on the news? Oh my goodness, this is the, bad, this is the worst flu and cold season ever. Are we buying into that thought? Or are we taking the precautions of staying healthy? Are we thinking healthy? What are you doing to prevent all this chaos around sickness? So I want you to journal about that. I want you to think about that and get honest. Are you buying into this? Oh, I'm going to get sick this year. Oh, I'm going to have a bad day this year. I'm going to have a bad day today. Are you buying into that way of thinking or are you going in the positive way of thinking? I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to be strong this year. I'm not getting the flu. I'm going to juice. I'm going to take my vitamins. I'm going to do everything I need to do. How are you approaching these times in your life? So, that's your journaling exercise. So one of the things I'm doing this year, once a month, and this comes from Maria Mauricio, they're my team, um, we're going to do some coaching from Skip online on radio. So once a month, I get to do coaching tips from Skip. 
So our first one is today, and our coaching tips for, um, from Skip is how do you cut back and save money and reduce your personal spending? I get that quite a bit from clients, and I talk a lot about that on 101 and how to do or how to change your, your spending habits, especially if you're looking to maybe buy a house or if you're looking to do some travel and you don't want to spend all your excess money. How are you saving? So I'm going to give you a couple of tips. Your tip number one, create a budget. Know your spending limits. You've got to know exactly how much you have in your bank to spend, and then don't go over your spending. That's one. Number two is get a budget app for your smartphone. There are great budget apps out there that you can find that will help you to stay on track. Number three, research online in a newspaper for the best deals possible. Where can you find exactly what you want and keep within your budget? It takes a little bit of research. Number four, if there's a rebate or promotional code, use them. You're saving money. Use the coupon. Why don't we use coupons? They're there for us. Let's save some money. Here's number five. Before you buy, you really have to ask this one question. Do I really need this purchase? But you must define what is the difference between need and want. Do I need it or do I want it? Need for me is I, I've, I've um, made this list for me, and, and this is what need is for me. Food, paying bills, rent, mortgages, utilities, car payments, insurance, medical care, student loans. All that is things I need to have in my life that I need to pay. My want, let me tell you, I don't need to have another pair of Nike shoes in my <laughs> in my closet. I don't need to have another pair of blue jeans. I don't need to have another white button-down shirt. I have a lot of those. So I have to really kind of look at this and going, is this a need or is this a want? And once you define that for yourself, then you're able to go, okay, this is good for me and this is not so good for me. So take the time to kind of define that. Okay, here's another one for you. This is the big one. Shop within your own closet, your drawers, your cabinet. You probably have everything that you need, but you just haven't shopped in your own closet. One of the things I've learned, I need to shop within my music catalog because I am addicted to music. I buy a lot of music. So I go through and I shop to make sure I don't have that same CD already in my closet. So those are the kind of tips that you can do to actually start to cut back and spend less. So that's coaching from Skip. We're going to actually put that up on our newsletter and uh, we're going to be blogging about that every month. We'll be doing another series of coaching from Skip. So look for that. Look for that. The other thing is you can listen to every one of our shows on my website, skipjennings.com. You'll find out more information about the shows and past guests that we've had. And make sure you sign up for the newsletter. We give good information from Marie and from Mauricio and um, follow us up on, on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. So enough from Skip. I am ready to jump into our conversation with our two guests. And they happen to be very good friends of mine, so I'm really excited. We have Kathleen Turner online. and Well, we're going to call her Kathleen Bywater. We'll talk about that later on. Is she Bywater or is she Turner? Ooh, mysterious. Yeah. And she's her <laughs> revived juicery. And she's my juice person. She's the person I get all the juicing that I'm talking about on the show. I get from her. And we're going to talk about that. And then you know my other guest, Emil Kim, and he's been on the show before. 
he is my acupuncturist. He's also the guy I kind of connect with when we're talking about shifting our energy and shifting our, our chi. And, and um, I'm glad to have them both on our show to talk about alternative and preventative medicine in this cold and flu season that we're talking about and um, staying healthy. So welcome. Hi. Hi, hi Kathleen. Hi, Emil. How are Hello. you guys? Thank you for having me today on your show. Yep, You're so for me welcome. Well, you know, Emil, you're one of our bloggers. You're one of our bloggers, and I'm so grateful that you're going to be doing another blog for us coming up um, soon, and probably next week. I'm knocking on wood, hoping that that will happen. So thank you for being a part of the show. And Kathleen is kind of one of our partners. I always talk about you so much on the show. You're one of our partners. You support the show in so many different ways. So um, Kathleen, how did you get involved with juicing, and, and what was that big aha moment for you with juicing? The passion for juicing, that's that's really where it's all at at this moment. Mm-hmm. You know, I started, my son came home from college, and he is 6'4", and has always been super thin, and I've always been a juicer, and I know what the benefits are myself, but I wanted, I didn't want him to go on a diet. I just wanted him to live a better summer, have more energy, mm-hmm. maybe try and shed the 28 pounds he did. And, and, he, and this is someone who's intimidated by greens in general, doesn't love green vegetables, green juice. And I, I started him with eight ounces of juice a day. That's it, just eight mm-hmm. ounces of green. He was, you know, joking and holding his nose and telling me how disgusting it was. And before he knew it, before I knew it, we watched this transformation happen. In eight weeks, nine weeks, he dropped all 28 pounds. Wow. He started with the eight, ounce, eight ounces of juice, but he, his body started craving it without him even realizing what was going on. And I found him in my refrigerator drinking all my 64 ounces that I had made for myself. And it was disappearing. And he immediately, you know, found that he had more energy. He was still eating and having fun with his buddies at night. But it wasn't, it wasn't as if he, you know, consciously said, I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to have more green. It just naturally, organically happened. And that kind of, you know, grew into Revive Juicery. I found that then I was talking to other people with some pretty big illnesses. They mm-hmm. asked, you know, if my what my thoughts were. I did a lot of research on uh, what each one of the vegetables do for our body right. and the energy level that it gives us. So it kind of just grew out of a passion of helping people. I have, I have people that drink juice that are on some pretty heavy chemotherapy, and they. Mm-hmm. I have one particular client. Three years later, he can't live without it because it, it provides the nutrients that he needs to give him the energy to just have, you know, a successful life while fighting this horrible illness. So he is my walking product, you know, he is the walking testament to drinking not just revived juicery, any kind of green juice that you can put right, in your body. Right. It's just you know, fueling your body to manage all the other stuff that we do. And one of the things that I, I've learned from you, because we talk about juicing all the time, and I'm a big, huge huge supporter of juicing, and I, and I talk a lot about it on the show. But one of the things I, I've seen in my own life is when I go through my juice cleanse, and, you know, I do a juice cleanse, what, every other month I'll do a juice cleanse for three days. And when I get through the juice cleanse, I just not only feel better, but I'm clearer in my mind, clearer in my thoughts. My activity feels 
better. It feels I feel more vibrant. There is a time of of of, of where we go through the detoxing of all the stuff that we put into our bodies, like the preservatives and all the sugars and stuff that we get from our everyday eating. And we go through the detox, but then we come out, we come out clear and clean. And I can't stress enough for people how much juice, how important juice is for staying healthy. Well, typically, especially you were talking about cold season, um, mm-hmm. when someone is active in, in being proactive in their life, and it's not like right. massive big steps. It's like you said, just baby steps, someone working out, just eating a little bit better you don't think about or have the fear of being ill through the season. Right. I mean, it just doesn't, in, right. in my life, it doesn't exist. And so when you, you know, we all get real busy and everyone's not paying attention to what they're putting in their diet. They're enjoying fine dining, they're partying. And, you know, I have everyone from the weekend warriors who call me on Monday and say, okay, I just need to reset my body. We need to have, you know, this is what I need. So everybody has specific needs, whether they're ill or, mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're, they're weekend warriors and having fun. And, you know, it, it's just a matter of, of per, personal, um, you know, just it, I'm losing my train of thought here. Excuse me. But it's, it's one of those things that vegetables in general, period, yeah. are well, now, our bodies are meant to be, you know, just pure. And when we start dumping anything that has preservatives, any kind of toxins, right. And and we don't even eat. It's not the toxins that we we live in an environment filled with toxins. So it's from your shampoo, it's from right. driving in your car. So if you feed your fuel your body with just a little of the right nutrients, it's amazing mm-hmm. how you feel. And you know one of the things that Deepak Chopra always talks about. Deepak Chopra is one of my heroes, one of my teachers um, online, and in his books, he talks about having foods of the rainbow. He talks about sun-infused foods. Yeah. So he's talking about foods that grow natural and food that grows um, outside. And you've been to my house, Kathleen. You've seen my garden in the back. And one of the things I love to do is just to go out and grab, you know, the sun-infused foods like the greens and you know the the tomatoes and the peppers, the yellows and the oranges and all that stuff, and and that's where I really thrive. I feel better when I I'm eating that type of food. And the great thing too about juicing and Emil, I I I, I'm, I know you juice and you you know about about all this too. And we're going to bring you in the conversation. But one of the benefits of juicing is that these are the foods that love you back. And every time I have a bit of juice, I have some juice this morning. Morning, I feel the vibration of the energy of the food loving me back. These are foods that love you back. So um, instead of eating, and I'm, and trust me, I'm not against. I'd say there's a choice. Be mindful what you put into your body. So if you're going to eat flesh or food that's been killed or an animal, know that's what you're putting into your body. But if you eat living foods, understand it's food that is living and is living into your body. So that that's pretty awesome. Emil, do you juice? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> um, uh, quite a bit, actually. It's both yeah. medicine and a pleasure, too. Um, yeah, um, I'm sorry, Skip. Um, yeah, I mean, um, just to speak about juicing, juicing was really one of the big trans- transforming um um, tools for me going from um, kind of the, you know this this life I had where I was pretty healthy to mm-hmm. really 
feeling my body. And it was that feeling place that became a very important thing for me to understand what healing and health was. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, and, and so in, 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 but in, in, in the um, healing arts of acupuncture and Chinese and Eastern medicine, is juicing found to be a big part of, of, of that movement, of, of that type no, of, of taking care of the body? Absolutely not, actually, which is ironic. <laughs> old, yeah, I mean, I wish I could tell you, yes, uh, all the great acupuncturists and great healers from um, – acupuncture legacy would be juicers. No, actually, my old teacher, uh, yeah, my old teacher was a drinker and a smoker, you know, and he was this amazing man who had, yeah, but you know, but you know, this is, you know, he didn't grow up with these things. He didn't have these, these these things that would kind of revolutionize your body in such a, a short amount of time. It's one of the things that why I don't think of myself as a traditional acupuncturist or even right. maybe in some ways a traditional yogi because you get locked into conventional thinking and one-way thinking. And we have so much technology. I mean, we have a lot of things that are made by, by Monsanto and Dow Chemicals that basically make our food into Frankenfood. But we also have right. a ton of people. <laughs> like Kathleen was talking about. <laughs> that yeah. is so true. And people, yeah, and people like Kathleen who are efforting to make – these really amazing um, things that are just not nourishing but healing. Um, so, but yeah, you know that comes in line with what 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 Maya Angelou, all, you know, used to say and still lives in my heart. When you know better, you do better. And so, yeah, right. I love the idea that we can bring acupuncture and we can bring juicing together to help us to be whole and to be more present in our life like tonight you know kathleen's coming down to my psycho class but right after this right after that we're going to get a massage and that is as important (laughs) of shifting your energy and staying healthy as it would be juicing i love that we can bring all this together and it It comes together as you know when you bring it all together then you don't fear all the other things that are out there all the the things that you were talking about earlier like flu season it's it's right. as simple as that. You, it's all the baby steps we're going to have fun doing today that prevent us from even thinking about, oh, no, I'm going to catch a cold. But if you think more right. on the lines of I've just had turmeric in my body, I've, I've included my vitamins, my wellness with my workout, those are all the way uh, – those are positive – that's a positive energy, and you don't allow the other in your life. And right. with that, you don't – you're not suffering all those horrible colds and – flu bugs that people are claiming that are out there. Yeah, and I, So I what think do you think, you know, I mean, I'm going to ask you guys both of these, what, what is the number one practice that, and Mila, I'll start with you, what's the number one practice that you use to prevent getting run down, sick, tired, getting into that place where, and I call it the dis-ease of the mind, body, and spirit, because I think it's, I, I, I believe it's all three, that when you have something physical, it affects how you think and affects how you feel and your energy. What's the number one practice that you do, Emil, to help you not to get to that point? Um, well, I guess the simple answer would be yoga, but my more, okay. uh, the deeper, the bigger answer would be reduce inflammation, reduce stress on the body, and you know, this will tie in with Kathleen's thing about juicing or eating mm. well or doing yoga every day. What you're doing is you're decreasing the inflammatory response in your body. You're decreasing the stress in your body. For me, 
doing a, a couple sun salutations, doing a couple really deep stretches. Even we were talking before we came online, Skip, about uh, right. yoga tuna ball rolling, uh, myofascial mm-hmm. release. You know, what you're doing is you're increasing, not, you're, not only you're decreasing the tension, which is kind of a resonance or, of energy in your body, mm-hmm. um, but it's also, you know, increasing lymphatic return, um, decreasing muscle tension, uh, baseline stuff. And when people tell me, like, back when you're talking about with flu season, cold season, I couldn't remember the last time I got a cold because it becomes <laughs> right about... On. Well, I mean, it's not bragging. Like I said, now I just push myself to get a cold, you know? Uh, oh, no. all, the like, all the energy out there is like, oh, you think you're so hot, you know? No. Um, all <laughs> but but what though. you're saying is so true. You're not, I'm, I'm right there with you. I can't remember the last time I had felt a cold coming on or if I have I just I you be you're you become proactive and you know you your workout what you're eating yeah and it doesn't happen right. it just disappears you nip it in the bud instead of sure. feeling yeah. it yeah. Nip it in the so, bud. I guess. So, what, yeah, just, but you know, one of the things about nipping in in the bud is that it, it brings you to a place of you have to be a little bit more aware of what's happening with your body, um, and and once you can identify, oh, something's coming on, then you can take action, and um, that's part of preventing sickness and preventing you know what the the things that are happening. So, Kathleen, to you, I throw the question to you: What's your number one practice that you do to help? yourself safe, you know, uh, healthy? Typically, I try not to, in general, just over-schedule life because it's so mm-hmm. easy to do. Mm-hmm. You know, when you over-schedule life in general, you're not focused on any one area of your life. Mm-hmm. And so for me, if I find that my, you know, right now I'm in the middle of a big move and I've just decided to make my right. world really small and not extend it out to you know, all the social and my, even with my business, there's events that I need to be, that I'll take care of once this move is done. So back to, you know, what I do is just turning my world small. I I work out my body. I wake up and I do a little meditation. And if I find that I'm feeling weak and hungry, I'll immediately this morning, I woke up and there's no food in my house because I'm moving, except for Skip's kale from his garden. (laughs) I had very kale, so... I threw it all in a blender, and that is the immediate fuel for my body. It wakes me. It's like it is truly like having a double cappuccino on steroids. I mm-hmm. got my kale, some spinach and berries and a banana, and it immediately fuels me to get up and, and get motivated. So I just basically keep my my world very small with my diet and my exercise are always a priority. It's one of those things where people say, just do it in general and don't think about it. Right. It should just be part of everyday life because all the other stuff filters in. All the rest it of does, food, it, all uh, the It does know, filter in. And, but, um, so you know, Emil, I, I got to go back to Emil. We were talking about the myofascial release. And, um, Kathleen, you're a big ball roller. I teach the ball therapy classes from Yoga Tune-Up. Emil, you teach the ball rolling, myofascial release, releasing inflammation out of the body temple is one of the greatest things that we can do to avoid injury. Um, so when you guys, and, and, and Emil, if you could explain what the ball rolling is all about to our listeners and why it's so important to do it, because you teach more than I do. I teach just you know tiny portions of my class. So you actually have a class Friday nights at 530 at Pasadena Equinox for myofascia? Yeah, yeah. Release? Yes, I do. So explain yeah. to our listeners what ball therapy is all about. 
Well, ball therapy is basically, I mean, when we think about anything like uh, stretching or even when somebody takes a foam roller, what they're trying to do is you're trying to knead out the muscles. In other words, they're trying to massage the tissue, stretch the tissue, and increase blood flow as well as increase lymphatic return, lymphatic return being the insensible water between tissues. Uh, and we have they call the lymph system that third circulatory system. So what ball rolling is is basically just a technique that's been developed by different people, but most notably uh, someone named Jill Miller who – his, uh, mm-hmm. Her system is called Yoga Tune-Up. Um, and, you know, the ball-rolling aspect of Yoga Tune-Up, which has often, often been, I think, branded by Equinox as RX, um, is basically taking uh, balls of various size, and the balls are a density of human tissue. They're not a softball. They're not a they're not a fungo ball or whatever or, or something weird. Um, but what it does <laughs> is it allows muscle, muscular separation as well as uh, stretching as well as uh, compression. But mm. like anything, it's like a massage. You're increasing the circulation, increasing not only circulation, but increasing nervous stimulation as well. Um, what I like about it more than uh, a traditional vinyasa class, and don't get me wrong, I like me some vinyasa. Because um, <laughs> you take is, my class sometimes on Friday yeah, afternoons. I do, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't so busy on Fridays. I'd see you more often. Um, no, but, you know, it, you know, I've practiced yoga for 12 years. I've been teaching for about eight. I have a background in acupuncture. But when I started ball rolling, I could hit places myself or help Mm. a client uh, get to those places that they can never conceptually understand. They feel things that they've never felt before. And I know Mm. myself, for me, the last six months, I've really grown and changed and Six months. The summer was my fortieth birthday. Um, so much of Happy what. Happy birthday! My, oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> no, it's weird. <laughs> no, but so much <laughs> of my growth and change as, as a yogi, as a as a just a healthy human being, I have to attribute to ball rolling. And that we talk about that myofascial release because. What is acupuncture? What is juicing? What is uh, eat, even eating poor food? It's engaging with your environment and getting a stimulus in your body to react. Juicing, mm-hmm. myofascial release, yoga, acupuncture, those are healthy things, you know, and your body's going right. to leap up and respond versus, you know, Absolutely. Like, and, what, yeah, and, so. and And on the, on the flip side of that, there's another thing that uh, Kathleen and I do all the time. I teach... Uh, indoor cycling, and some people call it spinning, but you know I work for Schwinn, so I, we call it indoor cycling. And Kathleen, you are avid indoor cyclist. So what happens when you hop on that bike, and and what what's going on in your body, your mind, your spirit when you get to roll in with us when we teach classes? You're coming to my class tonight, but what happens? I am That's what you do. You you love you love that. What do you what happens I to you when you're on the bike? It clears my mind. My endorphins mm. kick in. I have a chance <laughs> to just let everything go, listen to mm. amazing music and just take that one hour of kind of I mean, just resetting my body. I mean it's a whole lot mm. of work. I, that your classes are intense, but what comes the benefits of that class and that hour? Typically, I always arrive thinking, "Oh boy, here we go again." And when I <laughs> never leave, you never skip leave gets, thinking, "Oh, why lot. did I do that to myself?" <laughs> you always, no matter what the workout is, particularly the, the cycling class, I always leave feel, feeling energized, really good that I had I've done something nice for my body, and 
you know, and I, it keeps com- I keep coming back. Every It's like my son drinking juice. He really doesn't understand what it's doing to him, but he keeps coming back right. for it. So there I am in spin class. I'm not really sure what it's doing, but it clears <laughs> my head and my mind, and I listen to music, and I just keep coming back every day. So it's oh, almost like, it, you know, the, the healthy addiction I have. It's a guy's about to say it's a good addiction. It's a good. It's a great addiction. That, it's that like yoga and cycling and myopash, all that stuff and juicing and stuff. I love that. I I do not want to live without, and I can't live without because I, you know, I've seen the lights. I've heard the angels You've sing. Seen the light. So. But even with like you're talking about rolling, you know, rolling out certain sensitive points in the body. I really don't understand mm. that, but I do know that when I do it and I use right. the, the um, tune-up balls, that I can actually afterwards feel the release. Yeah. Uh, that that intense, and, you know, I, I have moments where my shoulders are stiff, and I'll roll out, use the, and I'll just even lay on that little ball, and all of a sudden mm. I feel like just something opens up in that area of my body. So what what is that yeah. exactly that, that occurs? I, I don't know. We have to ask Emil, because Emil just gave the most, like technical, I love the mind of Emil because he just laid it down out so naturally. Yet it's you know I'm I'm like okay that just flew over my head, but I I knew he knows what he's talking about. Exactly. But Emil, what is that? I believe it's it's part of that endorphin system that is connected to releasing. It's very much like the massage. Um, Emil, when you say that. Yeah, you know, um, well, you know, Skip, you've come to my office for cupping before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, cupping is a, yeah, I love it. I love that. Yeah, tra- and if for those of you who don't know what cupping is, cupping is this traditional Chinese medicine practice of using glass cups. They're basically vacuums where you basically use fire to uh, consume the oxygen in the cup and you slam it right on a person so it creates this suction. And all it does is really creates these big round welts that basically where the blood pulls underneath the skin and you look like you were basically mugged by an octopus um traditionally (laughs) yeah what why something like that was used was to mobilize blood and you know in chinese medicine they believe in mobilizing blood and energy goes along so something like ball rolling is kind of working on a very similar principle not only is it that extra stimulation of nervous tissue maybe in that place that kathleen was saying she you know will feel a release you know, it's like just getting a manual release with fingers. You know, this is where you can either go very alternative answer or very scientific answer. Some might say it's just um, the muscles finally uh, disengaging after a consistent pressure. This could be mm-hmm. also detoxing because a lot of our white cells are in our lymphatic uh, uh, system. So when you flush it all out, you're getting rid of a lot of like schmeckus or like debris out of your body that is old inflammatory factors, old white cells, which will increase pooling and inflammation. So that's why you get that really spacey feeling after a really good massage. Or, you know, if you were to ask my old Chinese medicine teacher, um, would say your chi's finally moving in an area that was blocked up. Um, mm. You know, regardless of whatever, yeah, philosophical approach you have to it, you don't really need to know. If, if it helps you understand conceptually and it engages you, that's the most important thing. But like you said, at the end of the day, do you feel better? That's a, that's an important question. 
You know, one of the things that you're you're very, you know, I, I love I love your mind. I've said that before. It's very very clear for me, and I I hear and I, I understand. I'm also it. a handsome man. What is, don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things I do know is that Kathleen, you can talk about this. Day one on the juice is I'm cool. I I'm so good. I'm like okay, this is really good. I feel I'm getting some energy on. It is awesome. Day two, I am feeling like. I'm very, very aware. I'm feeling a little bit kind of, I would say maybe under the weather, kind of grouchy, kind of feeling a little sick. I'm going, what's happening? I know I'm detoxing. Through day three, I feel like I can, I can climb a mountain. So what is that movement inducing? Mill was kind of talking about that, you know, when we do the cupping and releasing stuff. What would you say the juicing, why do we go through those steps of the three-day juice cleanse? We go cleanse? through those steps because the first day you're drinking all the nutrients that your body's been craving, and then right. you have to eliminate it all, and it has to move through your body. And mm. that's where you you feel like once once you've eliminated all the toxins in your body, which is the buildup of, you know, just the buildup of everything from, like I said, not just from food that you're eating, but from right down to the shampoo you're using. So once mm-hmm. once that's relief, it's like any anything, like basically what he's describing. You just feel clear-headed about how you feel. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It does um, make it does make sense. But typically every literally every person I have given a juice cleanse to, there isn't one person that doesn't say day number two, even day number three, I, I feel so you know, I I feel bloated, I'm I'm cranky and I'm tired and that's because your body's just letting it's you know, you're 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 taking all those nutrients to your red blood cells and they have to <clears throat> Excuse me. Your blood runs out. You know, you're just basically flushing everything out of your body, and once that's yeah. done, you feel you feel great. You feel great. You feel awesome. So, you know, and this question always comes back to when I get from my clients is this: um, Why is organic food so expensive? And we're all trying to eat well. We're trying to eat better. We know organic is better, um, but why? Kathleen, you can maybe talk to this, and Emil, maybe we can talk on another side of this on on, on, on alternative medicine itself. But why is organic so expensive? Because you have to buy all your products, and it's organic. Because I I'm I drink your products, and I know it's organic. I know Everything it feels different than Everything is USDA stamped approved from an organic exactly. Um, so why is it so expensive? That because it comes from a small farm. It's, the farms that we buy from are typically mo- most of the product we buy from are local, and they're right. smaller farms, and you know mm-hmm. the costs are much higher. That's you know that's a very good question. I don't know why they're so much higher, but I do know that um, you know typically they're harder to find. Right. Um, a lot of times. So that's 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 a good question. I can't answer that question. And one of the things, one of the questions, and, and Emil, I'll throw it to you, is that wouldn't it be you would think that on in my my mind of thinking of this is like it would cost less for us to be healthier and to prevent sickness than having the insurance companies to go out and pay all this when we do get sick. So. Like, a lot of insurance companies won't pay for acupuncture, and I don't get that. They'd rather pay out money 
when we get sick, then have alternative medicine. So, Emil, talk a little bit more about that, because a lot of insurance won't pay, so we're paying out of our pocket. Well, I think part of it is just, um, I mean, it's a very Western mind. Um, Skip, you know this about me. I was in medical school before I became an acupuncturist, before I started studying right. to become an acupuncturist. And I was there to my last year, so you know, I had a pretty good exposure to the medical uh, complex or Western medical complex. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, there are many people who do practice Western medicine who are allopathic physicians who do want to embrace these things and have them part of the system. But the thing mm-hmm. is, you know, why do why do we still have so much uh, commercialized food out there that's just so unhealthy for us? You know, right. part of it is that struggle between uh, business and the business of medicine as well as um, – finding new alternatives and truly it's an, it's not an alternative practice it's an alternative thinking about ourselves you know mm, if we I love that more, I love that yeah, you can steal that if you'd like um, <laughs> um, I will <laughs> um, no but um, I mean, it really comes down to uh, a value system I mean you have uh, you have kale in the garden the way uh, Kathleen is waxing poetic about it you know, it it has this <laughs> richness and this 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 kind of value. And but you know, it's my parents' generation versus mine. My parents think organic still is a scam. But if you've ever remember the old tomatoes we grew up with from the supermarket versus something you can get at the farmers market, that's the difference. That really is the difference. Yeah. And it's something that's hard to quantify, but it's more sensory. But, you know, if I were to go to somebody who's an accountant or a business uh, manager for an insurance company and try to basically speak in poetic terms, uh, you know, they're going to throw me out. I, I'd be I'd be carried out by security. Um, I mean, of course, <laughs> this is hyperbole. This is me being a little facetious. But, you know, somewhere in that kind of thinking is the truth. Um, for us to go into that kind of uh, preventive, true preventive medicine where we're embracing healthier lifestyles, unfortunately, I think would would require uh, such a huge overhaul in the way we think. And the only way we can do that is people like you, people like Kathleen, we're making our effort by living that kind of truth. And, you know, it's a grassroots And getting the information out there. And this is the Mm -hmm. reason why, you know, one of the reasons why I do the shift with Skip, because I'm having my own shift in my life and, and, I'm now, you know, you learn, you teach. Another Maya Angelou yes. quote, when you learn, you must teach. Um, one of the things I, I'm, and you mentioned farmer's market, and I want to have a show on farmer's market. One of my co-authors, um, her name is Gwen Keneally, and she's been on the show before, and we have the Lotus Kitchen that's coming out <clears throat> sometime in, in, hopefully in the next couple of months, and we're working on the last draft of the book. And we talk about that in our book, about how important it is to go to farmer's markets. And, you know, it's so funny because I've gotten out of the habit of it because my life, Kathleen, you were talking about not overscheduling my life. I've been overscheduling my life. So it's easier for me to go to a grocery store than to wait on Sunday and go to or Saturday and go to a farmer's market. So I'm, I have a, you know, I, I'm now putting back into my practice of visiting the farmer's markets because it's great for the planet and it's great for my soul. So farmer, farmer's markets, yay. <laughs> yay to farmer's markets. But to bring the in full circle, to, it, yeah. as you were mentioning farmer's markets, just to in regards to organic products, you know, mm-hmm. it's like everything else. You just need to be a good shopper. Um, yeah. 
I will tell you that there are markets out there that sell for half of what the high-end markets are selling for mm-hmm. when it comes to organic products. So it's it's also being financially, I mean, you, you can spend 10 to $15 on one single drink if you shop at one place. I won't mention right. any names. And exactly. You, <laughs> exactly. You know, I know. I know. There's, there's, I do you know. There's a whole world. There's a whole world out there that sells for <laughs> three times the price of your your you know just going down the street to the regular market yeah. and looking at their organic section. <laughs> right. And right. I will say, well, with farmers markets, they are regulated and they're very careful about the kind of mm-hmm. um, organic you know stamp that they allow sold in their farmers market, which you know you're getting something that's been pulled out of pulled out of the earth within you know a couple of days, and it you know the nutrients and everything about it is just a better experience. It is, it is. So we're we're you know one of the things that I love to do at the end of, of the show, and I get to ask my guests this question. And Emil, you you've heard you, you, I've asked you before, so I'm going to ask you first, Emil. You get to to answer the question. Um, what does the shift mean for you? Because the show is called the Shift with Skip, and what does it mean for you when you hear that word, the shift? Well, let's. Uh, you've asked me this question the last show, so let's try to make it more specific to what we're talking about today. Uh, the shift is increasing your sensitivity in your own body. Mm, you know, and you can yeah. do that uh, in many different ways. But I think what we've been really talking about is in this sensual, uh, visceral way of what I mean. Sensual, I mean the senses. You know, challenge your body. Challenge your body with something mm. new. Challenge your body with something healthy. You know, there there's a world of people out there who their own bodies feel like a prison. You know, if anything, mm. have yourself be touched. Yep. Have it touched the ground. What is yoga? It's it's basically kind of giving your body a hug. What is get, getting juice? It's giving your body a little bit of a kiss, practically. So the shift, I think, uh, if I were to challenge people listening out there, is be brave and try something new because mm. you may be surprised how much you love it. Ooh, I love that it's, it's, answer. It's a rare occasion that you don't love trying something new because you feel like yeah. you accomplished. Even if you did, even if you didn't accomplish, you feel like you've accomplished. That's yeah, right. For sure. That's right. Oh, I love that, um, Kathleen. The shift. What does the shift mean for you? What it means for me is it's forward motion. It's shifting into the future, Ooh. and and Ooh. you know, I always my one of my mottos is forward motion. It, it, it it means everything across the board in my life, whether it's my, you know, physical health, working out. If you take one step forward and it's just baby steps. I never I never recommend anyone just diving into anything because more than likely there's gonna be you know, the you're not gonna have the success that you want that you would if you shift forward, you know, one step at a time, baby steps. Mm. So it's forward motion I for me. Love that. Mm-hmm. Forward motion, trying something new. I love that. Thank you, guys. It's been a wonderful, wonderful conversation about alternative medicine. Yeah, thanks so, again. Um, yep. Kathleen, Kathleen, where can people find um, your juicery? Where can we find Revive Juicery? We're online I know you're on Facebook at and Twitter. You're online. We're online at revivejuicery.com, and we have a Twitter page and a Facebook page, and we can be found at gyms around the L.A. area. But most, what we love more than anything is people to call us so that we can customize and talk to them about how to go about starting to become good juicers and, you know, just building a juicing life in general so that they're not overwhelmed because it can be overwhelming. 
And I can say to I can I can say to our listeners that I am a client of Kathleen and Revive Juicery, and every other month I'm doing a juice cleanse. And um, the new year, I think I did like two already with you, and I'm ready to do another one. So the product is great. It is so good, and I love it. So endorsement, stamp of endorsement, and, um, you know, Revive Juicery is is one of our um, partners for our show here, and she supports me in in a lot of things that I do. So thank you so much, Kathleen. Emil, where can we find you? Where can we find you, buddy? Well, you can find me multiple places. I, uh, mm. I'm i doing acupuncture at the Springs LA downtown. I am doing acupuncture yeah. in Pasadena. But if you were to find me on the web, you can Google Emil, E-M-I-L-L-K-I-M. I'm on Facebook at Dr. D-R, period, E-M-I-L-L-K-I-M. That's where you'll probably find me, the, find me the most. But my articles are floating around on the web. My website is still in construction, but the old one is used to be ehnla.com, but I think if it's shut down, it'll still direct you to the WordPress site that it's hosted on. But, um, yeah, uh, read my articles. If you'd like to come by the office, my uh, office number is floating around out there, and my email is out there as well. I'm easily searchable. That is so cool. Well, you guys, this has been a really great conversation. Thank you so much for joining us on The Shift. And Kathleen and Emil, you're my two favorite people in the world, and I'm so excited we can get this information out there. Hey, you guys, remember, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, The Shift with Skip. Remember to come to my website, skipjennings.com, find out information about DVDs and books and blogging. And Emil's one of our bloggers. We're very, very grateful for that. So, hey, guys, be the shift that you want to see in your own life. Until next week, peace and blessings. Take care, everyone. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye.